This is episode 655, My Solo Rant. Today's show is titled The Unconscious Mind. Enjoy. The unconscious mind is said to control the majority of how we act and behave. Some studies suggest as little as 0.08% of what what we process is done on the conscious level. The brain is a marvellous organic operating system that sucks a heck of a lot of energy. To operate efficiently, our system runs on a network of memory and prediction. The unconscious is a powerful subsystem of our brain that helps us automate our lives. If that is the case, how do we tap in to the power of the unconscious mind? Cognitive thought process takes place in the conscious part of the human brain and uses a significant amount of energy. We have to focus our attention, we have to think, we have to study, we have to solve problems. But once we do, we can use the stored memory and our unconscious operating system to make future predictions. We can automate our lives. It takes much less energy for me to turn on the kettle now, even though I'm sure the first time I did it, it probably required a lot more attention and a lot more energy. According to a recent study by Scientific America, the brain uses up to 20% of our body's total energy. Have you ever wondered why sometimes you feel tired after a day of relatively unphysical tasks? If the task required a great amount of thought, problem solving, and cognitive process, there's your answer. The unconscious mind is how we meet our fundamental human needs. Sigmund Freud called it the animalistic part of the brain. However, as most of us can appreciate, many of our actions and behaviours are often done without any special purpose. Humans are poor decision makers. I can't begin to highlight how many decisions I make on a daily basis that the better part of me knows are not wise. While the unconscious certainly can help us in our success of survival, it can also assist us to learn habitual processes that may actually sabotage our success. I agree with Sigmund that our animalistic mind does exist. I also agree with the modern perspective that through the process of overlearning a series of repeated actions, we learn and these become automated. We develop the unconscious mind through experience, trial and error, an efficient process designed to save our attention energy. The same or similar similar tasks are easily repeated. I do wonder if there is thought process occurring at the unconscious level. In my understanding, much of what takes place at the unconscious level, we are unaware of. Communication that is unheard, yet taking place within. If we are not aware, then how could there be any thought happening? This analogy helps me, the analogy that helps me best understand this is thinking of the brain like a computer. The hard drive is constantly processing information and making things happen without our awareness. It's not until we encounter an error that we have to jump in to figure out what went wrong and then we are aware. When we pause and focus our attention on the process, on the process thoughts appear. Thoughts often seem to appear out of nowhere, when actually the unconscious mind is constantly thinking and feeling. These thoughts, too, are learnt. As Lisa Feldman Barrett highlights in her research, we are beings that operate on prediction. The brain is continually planning what we do next. It would take too long to respond without this level of automation and unconscious processing. And that would not be beneficial for our survival. As it predicts, it learns via error correction. When something was thought to happen and doesn't, it receives feedback from the bodily senses, sight, smell, feeling, etc., and adjusts for future predictions. This continually repeated behavior will keep making minor adjustments using this process. This is why athletes make playing sport look so easy. 
Have you ever touched something hot only to notice the burn a few moments later? In this case, the brain didn't predict correctly. I'm guessing if you knew the item was hot, you wouldn't have acted to pick it up or touch it. Or if you did know it was hot, you probably would have reacted to the burn sooner. Next time, however, your brain will be in a better position to avoid such situations. The good news about the modern day perspective on brain automation and the unconscious mind is that it is not fixed. We can alter it through the process of prediction and error correction. We can tap into the unconscious mind by having new experiences and even using cognitive thought process to tell ourselves a different story, essentially disrupting the current unconscious thought patterns occurring beneath the surface. There are a few practices that I believe can really help us. The first practice is meditation. Simply by stopping movement and allowing your mind to calm, you can begin to develop your attention. Focusing attention on the thought in meditation allows you to become more attentive in everyday life. In time, the result will mean better decisions that help overcome unconscious sabotage, leading to greater clarity, peace, and happiness. It is typically the stupid things that I do that upset me the most, which can be best overcome via meditation. Visualizing is another practice that allows you, your unconscious mind to start believing a different story. According to Karen Brown, the unconscious mind is unaware of the difference between what is reality and what is not. By cognitively thinking of all the things that you want to be, do and have, the unconscious brain will start believing it. And belief is a must for anything we desire in life to come into existence. A constant practice will have the unconscious mind predicting and directing us towards all these visuals. Having dreams and dreaming big is powerful. The third practice I favor is that of journaling. Journaling allows us to bring conscious thought to all our experiences, good or bad. In essence, by further assessing our emotions, thoughts, and feelings, and actions, we allow the unconscious mind to better understand and learn from these and from what is happening in our everyday life. We can filter out the unnecessary and redirect the process in the processes occurring in the unconscious mind, a powerful way to take experiential learning to that next level. If much of what we do is truly governed by the unconscious mind, then it makes a great deal of sense to me to harness it. Creating a toolbox of methods and practices that we can reshape how we act, behave and think so that moving forward we can improve our decisions, chances of survival and for me, importantly, happiness. The three practices that are suggested in this episode only require a few minutes each day. And once you have used it and seen the benefits, you can build it from there. Scientists, researchers, and people from across the globe recognize the power of these practices for their ability to tap into the unconscious mind. They will most likely work for you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today at the Hidden Why podcast. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. Speak soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. 
You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwire.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.